Welcome to another edition of Blues Views 324. And my name is Dan, and I'm your humble host. And once again, I'm going to welcome my good friend Harris to the program. We made it, Harris. It's finally game day. As you're listening Ooh. to this, the New York Giants are facing off the New York Jets at the classic MetLife ball. Um, granted, no one really cares, and we don't call it the Snoopy ball anymore. I guess MetLife lost its uh, sponsorship a couple of years ago. Harris, how's it going tonight? It's going good, Dan. I'm excited for the game. I mean, it's been two years since we had a live football game in our stadium. So, right. Yeah. yeah we'll take any that we can get. Yeah. And the last time we were there was against the Eagles on uh, the last week of the season in 2019. And then the, the lasting memory of that game was when Saquon busted it and he uh, lifted his hand up with uh, like the 50 yard line. Granted, <laughs> just peace the Eagles. Unfortunately, we obviously lost, but. It was a rainy day that day, and we did not play spoiler for the Eagles, unfortunately. So, Harris, uh, we got a lot to talk to talk about tonight. Um, we have FanFest. You got to go FanFest. Unfortunately, I didn't make it. I, before I get to you, man, I'm, I really had bad FOMO missing out. I, I, I'm really bummed that I missed the tailgate with the uh, Talking Giants and the NY Giants Rush guys and basically everybody that was there. If I didn't name your podcast, I'm sorry, but you know that I'm I'm talking about you. It, it seemed like one big podcast, like all the Giants community that I've met over the last year on Twitter and all their social medias, all came together as one. And it, it, I was really bummed. I was so bummed. And people sending me videos and like of the everybody hanging out. I was just like, oh man, that sucks. I, next time I'll hopefully go if there is one, but I uh, have to do what I have to do with family. Um, yeah, so Harris, take it away. Like it seemed like a fun night. Um, what what was some positives and some negatives? I know we everybody's overblowing that one play to, that Daniel Jones looked to like right. overthrow, and no one no one ran around, and it was right to the linebacker and safety situation. Uh, we can get into that that into that in a few minutes, but it was really funny that you texted me when that play happened. Um, so. <laughs> We'll talk to that about that play later and how much of an overblown it hopefully is. If not, we're in trouble. But what did you think about um, FanFest and what were some positives and what were some negatives? And give me your feedback of that night. I mean, first of all, it was just a fun night just to get back in the stadium. Like we said, all your friends were there. You missed a lap around the stadium. Saw yeah, that, right? I know. Yeah, I missed a lap. Uh, uh, license so plate. <laughs> license plate guy uh did the lap with everybody and they did a great podcast with uh bobby and uh justin so if you haven't listened to that podcast yet i would definitely recommend it i can't believe how crystal clear their audio was so kudos to them it was a great show if you didn't listen to them after this podcast go listen to them if you haven't already listened to them but yeah uh so yeah i missed the lap it happens uh what else? so it was just it was a great energy in the building, first of all. Um, That's what it seemed I, like that everybody yeah. I talked to. Yeah, and I got there a little bit late, but it was actually, when I got there, the whole lower level was filled up. Wow. Besides nice. the one middle section, there's probably, I felt like, I heard 30,000 people actually. Yeah, and they were supposed to be 50. Seven. They said 50, but I, obviously the 20,000 didn't show up for whatever reason. Dude, think about, tickets. Yeah, but think yeah. about that passion on a Wednesday night. Right. Practice at right. 6 p.m. People are working, and I was just shocked. That was the fans are awesome. They're doing, you know, F yeah, Dallas dance the whole night. It was awesome, man. Yeah. If I lived in Jersey, I would have definitely would have went. Like a lot of everybody went, 
it was like not a short notice, but it was just the fact that I would have had to take it off or like have the half day and then drive up to Jersey when I'm oh, yeah. I'm gonna be going six times this year. So I, I thought better of it. It was just gonna be practice and like I, I did miss out hanging out with my friends, but I'll see plenty of them during the season. It's it's gonna be even sweeter week one in Denver versus Denver, I should say. Okay, so <laughs> yeah, exactly. With so all right, so that was the the vibes of the the stadium for the workout. Like, was it strict? They, they there was no pad like hitting, hitting, right? It was like very um, controlled, right? No, no hitting. Okay, so it was very controlled as we figured. A couple, a bunch yeah. of players um, had rest days, like Saquon and and yeah. uh, looked like Tony, if I remember reading correctly. Yeah, Tony, I saw him on the sideline. I was hoping I would see him and. He was throwing the ball to the fans and the stands a little bit. He right. was pretty much off to the side. So they're still taking the easy with him. You know, See, like, out, I, I wish through. I was there to get a better feel. Uh, the, the only, of course, I asked Snacks, and he, he in typical Snacks fashion, we're going to go 1-16. in 16. Uh, There was a funny gift of uh, Jeff uh, from NY Giants Rush um, posting a video of Justin patting uh, Snacks after, I guess, Daniel Jones throwing a pick or something. It was really funny and great time. Um yeah, so, like, what did, what did you – like, I don't know. It's hard to judge from practice of, like, there was no live contact. It was just, obviously, we're going to get more of a feel tomorrow, today as you're listening to the podcast against the Jets. Um, Like, no one really stuck out to you? Like, no, Sh- um, Shepard made a few big plays, actually, I was impressed with. Um, okay. Him and Jones seem to have a really good connection. Yeah, well, we we know that he had over within right. like eighty percent completion rate or something right. over that, mm-hmm. something stupid that would never happen. <laughs> like really, like is not realistic to happen, but they managed to do it last year. So yeah. Right. So those two picked up right where they left off. Um, you know, Galladay's still out, so right. I'm I'm assuming once Galladay comes in, you know. Yeah, I think we're gonna one. see Galladay week one against Denver. I don't think we're gonna right. be pushing them. Yeah, but Jones, so, you know, he feels comfortable with Shep. He, he, he threw it to Slayton a lot on the night. Um, right. Slayton had one really nice catch down the sideline. Another play on Radarius Williams. That's another name everyone's been talking about. Mm-hmm. Heat reporters. The corner. Yep. He broke up uh, like a – it was actually a really good pass to Slayton on the back of the end zone when Radarius made a play on it. And he's a guy to look out for, actually. A lot of players are hyping him up. Even Adoree Jackson said he's right. a Washington Radarius. Um he said he's actually learning stuff, watching his film, and he's putting it into his game. So that's a yeah. huge shout-out for a six-round pick, you know? <laughs> right, and and he's making the most of the situation. I know – let me let me pull up the depth chart right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's um, Greedy Williams' brother. Yeah, it is yes, Greedy Williams' brother. Yes, yeah. Hold on. Let me get the Giants' depth chart. So, hold on. That's the offense. I'm not sure where he'll stand out. He's going to be – Yeah, Rodarius – he he has the outside. Ch- he has a de- good chance of definitely making it. Um, he's an older guy for a rookie. He's older. He's twenty five right. years old as a rookie. So, right. and Aaron Robinson, our third round pick, hasn't really practiced, and that was yeah, the again, yeah. that was the uh, biggest scare so far of our our of our draft this year. Is basically only Aziz Ojolari is the only one practicing right now right. from our draft class. Pretty much right now, it's. Yeah. It's still, still early and it's going to work out hopefully, but yeah, like it's just one of those things of just, right. oh boy, not a good start to this rookie class, but I think we, we can't give up on them. Obviously now we haven't seen them play it down yet. Um, 
so yeah that's pretty much it about fan fest obviously we would you go to every event anyway so you you would do it again I, right i couldn't miss it yeah and i had no, i had a great time actually at a great fireworks show and yeah i heard they actually the played legit music which is surprising yeah. and cool. hell's bells is almost like a synchronized thing with hell's bells and your new york groove and then see that they was just cool. cut a little yeah, they cut a little bit short there was like lightning in the area yeah and I, was I, I heard about that um if you wanted to do the show how cool was it <laughs> how cool was it seeing eli eli was awesome like always eli um, on the screen and i mean who right. doesn't love eli you know all right let's transition a bit and we're going to talk about saturday night the new york right. giants are facing off the new york jets is a giant home game but they'll probably do the one end line with giants and the other end zone with jets um so joe judge already mentioned it a bunch of times during uh, his media uh, media availabilities this week that they're going to treat it as a fourth uh, classic old school fourth preseason game. For people that don't know that, it's basically none of the starters play. If they play, it's literally for a series and they get the hell out of there. Um, the reason being is because after this game, I don't know the exact date off the top of my head, um, they're going to start doing cuts, which they never really did. So Five players will be cut at some point after the jet game between Sunday or towards the middle of the week. And we also have to remember the Giants are going to Cleveland this week for a joint practice slash game. So Tuesday, they're basically out of New Jersey for a good week. So it's going to be interesting to see which five guys in the lower bubble or just if there's any surprises that's a, that's going to happen. Um, so with that being said, we mentioned before, it's the first home game with fans since 2019. So obviously you're amped up. I don't have to get into all that stuff. But um, like we mentioned before, we're not going to really be seeing a lot of the starters. Um, only Daniel Jones, the only, well, obviously Saquon and probably Kenny Galladay are the three definites that aren't playing. Everybody else will see what happens. Maybe they suit up and play like literally a play and they get out or they just suit up but they don't play we've seen that millions of times so um with that being said like what are you looking forward to being in the stands tomorrow what are some players that we should watch out for and i'll i'll, I'll piggyback on you on that so who, who should we be excited about i want to see carter coughlin play me too actually that was one of the guys on my list he he uh, for those that don't know he actually moved from outside linebacker last year he was a rookie he he got a lot of snaps towards the end of the season because of how banged up we were so he seems to be that very smart player that was able to move inside and he could definitely give a run for money we'll see if uh, with Tay Crowder and Reggie Raglan who has basically shown us nothing so far due to injury in camp so far so the second linebacker inside linebacker spot is wide open so um yeah that was a Carter Coughlin is a good one. Um, anybody else on defense? We, we joked about it before. I I personally liked him for his story last year. Uh, Nico Lelos, who's an yeah. outside linebacker. Oh, yeah. he, he he might make the team on special teams, and he did make a, quite a few plays last year, back-to-back -back weeks turn, uh, causing turnovers. And we cannot forget the tweet from LeBron James because he went to the, the same high school as LeBron. Right. Obviously, a lot, lot, obviously a lot – longer uh this uh, i can't talk right now obviously not together but uh, many years apart so 
Um, obviously, those are the two guys I would like to see. Obviously, I want to see Aziz and see if he can get to the uh, quarterback. And, like, let's just – let's see the younger guys. I'm excited to see that. I think O'Shane and Jimenez, too. It's another guy I really want to see. Yeah, I, I think he might be slow because he just got off the PUP this week, so I, I highly doubt he's going to play. Highly doubt. Okay, well, maybe in the second game. He's another guy to look out for this preseason. Right. Like the next uh, step up. Yeah, I'm excited for that too. And another guy who's right now on the depth chart fourth, but um, is Cam Brown. He was a good special teamer last year, yeah. and just we'll see what happens with that. Hopefully, he makes the team. I like him. He Coach Chaos loves him. Obviously, they they found a way to get him on the team last year in the seventh round. So those are a couple of guys to keep your eyes out. Um, uh, in the secondary, um, we can go Julian Love. I always love Julian Love. Um, I wonder how much playing time Xavier McKinney's going to play. Uh, he he basically missed most of the season last year, and he was a high second round pick uh, the, in 2020. So I'm excited to see him. Like he he really is a big focal point on do we play uh, Jabril Peppers or do we not really at this season, like at the end of the year, like how good did McKinney play? Is he going to fill that Peppers void or are we going to have to find a way to sign him? I, I That's going to be the biggest question mark in Giants Twitter and social media for now until the end of the season, unless they find a way to get him inked up. Um, we'll talk about that at nauseum this whole entire season. So I don't really need to, have you speak on that but anybody on the defense i think maybe sam beal this is his last licks obviously this is sam beal's <laughs> last stand he's like you know <laughs> yeah he's um on the depth chart right now he's right. he's the fourth he's yeah, the fourth he string the left side issues. corner yeah he had off the field yeah. issues and he didn't play oh, last year so he opted out for covid and yeah, so far so, in practice, he hasn't even been getting reps with you know the ones or two. He's actually like a third stringer, yeah, you know, and the, he's a young kid. We took him in the to the third round, then supplemental. The third draft. round of the supplemental draft, and a lot of yeah. people were like very confused and just like yeah. we wasted a third round pick on this guy, and he barely and that played. That was a high. Yeah, yeah. So that was a high third round pick. If you remember, we had a really good record that year, so we were picking right, right. toward the top of the third. So it's like a late I, second. And... The only time I remember him was against the Dolphins in oh nine uh, nineteen, I should say, and he played fine. I I, I don't know. It was in like. Mm in all of them but yeah that was definitely there of the list of dave gillen mess ups he's definitely high up there so yeah we're him probably, and you know, <laughs> not the best yeah. cornerback draft but <laughs> i think we made yeah. it for bradbury and yeah the, Dory, hopefully yeah the ptsd of that draft class is just <laughs> oof. um so let's let's talk about offense as well obviously we're not going to see daniel we're not going to see saquon obviously uh, we're going to see Mike Lennon and Clayton Thors- Dorson. So we're just going to see them duke it out. Um, obviously, I'm not going to go name by name on the offensive line because we're going to be – I think they're going to play. If Of all the starters, I think they're going to play. And then second and third, guys, the depth is really important, as we all know, with the offensive line. It's just we're going to see Nate Solder for the first time in a year and a half of actually playing. Um, we're going to see – I was going to say he didn't practice actually Wednesday night. He was off to the side. He okay. He had an injury on, I think it was Tuesday. So okay. hopefully, he's, hopefully he's good to go because he needs to get some reps. After well, he, uh, he's technically the only tackle on the depth chart uh, <laughs> backup. So 
Well, we did sign a guard today from Kansas City, but obviously, oh, Tampa Bay, we're obviously not going to see him play because he just joined the team tonight. But um, that was another nice step move. Um, It's going to be interesting with the wide receivers. It's the David Steele show. It's the John Ross. It's uh, I'm doubt Tony's probably going to play. It's the Dante Pettis of the world, Alex Bachman's. The Austin Max of the world. It's just going to be board. CJ Board. It's going to be. It's going to be two spot. Basically, one or two spots with all these names we just mentioned. So let's see. It's going to be one, two, three, four, five, six guys for two spots. Right. You know, I think special teams is going to be a huge part. Now, obviously, special teams is going to be a huge part as well. Um, and the running back situation. Um. Apparently, Clement's been playing well. Remember, I, I called that. I, I was really happy when we picked him up. I liked him as an eagle. Um, right. Obviously, we have Alfred Morris as well, and and we drafted Gary Brightwell. Uh, and Devontae Booker is apparently one of the best uh, pass-blocking running backs the last couple of years. So yeah. it's it's a deep uh, running back room as well. So I I, I don't yeah. know. Well, Booker was a guy Gettleman rushed out the sign. Right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was really our goals. that was our first move. And it was just like, uh oh, oh, Let's slow okay. down. A little bit. <laughs> Let's slow down. Um, but hopefully, hopefully between him and Clement, like they figure something out or they keep uh Alfred Morris or something. Some it's gonna be really interesting. I think they're gonna keep four running backs just in case, especially with the early on to the season, they're gonna slow Saquon in. Um, obviously week two is a Thursday night football game. So Saquon, Saquon might not even play either week one or week two. He, or if he plays, it's going to be a very limited amount of snaps, right. both games, actually, let's be real. Um, they're going to slowly bring them back. So, um, the offense is a little bit more like the offense is a little bit more exciting, like, especially with the, um, the backups and the guys that are on the bubbles. Um, another, um, tight end seems to be pretty much set in stone, uh, with Caden Smith and, uh, Evan Ingram, obviously with, um, Kyle Rudolph, uh, basically still on PUP. Uh, who's your boy? You texted me him yesterday. Cole Hicatini. Yeah. He's apparently been right? in the, yeah, it seems like you said it right. I don't have the pronunciation <laughs> in front of me, but it, it looked and sound right. Um, apparently he's been flashing yeah um jordan ronan actually mentioned it in this uh today's well friday's talking giants i i i he's like yeah a couple practices he was definitely one of the worst guys on the team now that he might actually make the team depending on the injury situation or if they keep four tight ends so (laughs) that would be impressive um he had a a really good practice wednesday night actually i think i told you a couple of times he flashed and he had a really good play in the red zone it was like a design scramble. Jones rolled out to the right, hit him, and oh, that was like, the guy that scored the touchdown. All right, awesome. Yep, yeah, so and, that's cool. And um, before we wrap up the the Jets side of things, we'll get to see. Um, oh, I got the defense right now. We got to see Zach Wilson, and um, yeah. how we're not people are gonna freak out one way or the other. It's it's gonna come with the territory, but like, let's see what happens. <laughs> they have four quarterbacks but no one other than josh johnson that i know of that's gonna obviously he's not even gonna give him a run for his starting job it's him from the get-go i know a lot of jeff fans didn't really like that they wanted like that veteran like 
Joe Flacco last year, but it's either here, here or there for him with that. Um, yeah, they a mentor for Zach Wilson. Please, it's but. funny. I actually didn't – I forgot that the Jets signed Tevin Coleman of uh, the Atlanta Falcons fame and uh, 49er fame to be their starting running back this year. So that's yeah, going to be interesting. I think Michael Carter is going to play over him, but at least he's healthy. Tevin Coleman's a great player, and he's obviously familiar with the San right. Fran coordinator. So. Right. And Piron from Florida fame, University of Florida fame, but he didn't really get a good amount of playing time last year for whatever reason. Yeah, the Jets, see, the Jets are still a year or two away, but I like the way they've been building their team. It's just the Jets. Can they get their stink off? off? Um, You get to see Andrew Thomas versus Mekhi Becton, too. You know, yeah, that yeah. Oh, Mackay Beckton's always hurt, unfortunately. So I don't right. think he might <laughs> probably play. won't see him. But um, a couple two. a couple ex Giants to take a look at is uh Corey Ballantyne, the fourth string cornerback, and Bennett Johnson Jackson. I'm sorry, two uh ex Giants who are definitely going to be getting a lot of playing time, especially in the second half. Um, we all know Ballantyne's story. Second round, uh, second uh D two uh cornerback unfortunately got shot the same night he got drafted and lost his friend and unfortunately we put him on waivers last year just seems like the nfl is too fast for him but it was a great story that he was able to bounce back like a couple months into his rookie year so um i'll always root for him and hopefully one day he um sticks uh, I see he's on the fourth uh, fourth string uh, cornerback situation right now. Uh, at least we know he plays specials, so he might sl- sneak onto the team. But you never know. But I, I do, I really do love his story, and I hope hopefully he he balls out, and hopefully not against us, but the other two remaining preseason games. I, I know it's a lot against him right now, but good luck to him as well. It's the Jets had decent. They have CJ Mosley coming back who uh who got hurt his first year and then he um sat out because of COVID last year. So they missed him a lot. Yeah, definitely. And then they signed Carl Lawson in free agency. Um my favorite one of my favorite names in the NFL, Bless Austin as another starting cornerback. Um so um I haven't really seen what the Jets are gonna do, obviously with the Jets. We need to see Zach Wilson play. So I'm sure we're going to be getting a lot of Zach Wilson. And you mentioned to, mentioned it before that they're going to be treating it a little bit differently than the Giants. So if you're a Giant fan and you're about to go to Mount Life, it's, it's going to be one of those games just like you just got to let it happen and just be like, all right, our second and third string guys are playing and more for the most part of the night and it's going to look bad at times, or hopefully they surprise us with a certain play here and there. And we just be happy about it or just say, oof, <laughs> we got issues. If God forbid, any of our main contributors are on this team. So are banged up. So have fun Ooh. tomorrow. Again, is there a Victor Cruz going to be in the game for? Yeah, is there going to be a Victor Cruz signing? Is it? Is it gonna? Is there going to be that Victor Cruz, or is is it going to be David Stills? Is it going to be Alex Bachman? Is it going to be Dante Pettis? Is it John Ross? It's we have so many names that just for those two wide receiver final two wide receiver spots. If they keep six, it's just simply insane and i'm excited for it that's the most exciting i'm going to be for the 
the team battles going into the games the next couple of weeks. Obviously, the offensive line needs depth, and just one of these years they have to gel. I know it's been a long time our offensive line, and it's not like they haven't tried to fix it. Unfortunately, they they have, and they just picked the wrong guy. Um, so I, I don't want to do the score prediction, especially it's preseason. No one really gives a shit. We're, um, everyone's fighting for their NFL lives, though. You know, so right? These guys, hard, right? These guys are. Football. It's going to be a hard-fought game, I think. Right. He's ready for the careers, so right. we'll see what happens. Right. So, Harris, enjoy the game tonight. Um, I know I'm going to be talking to you the whole game, um, right or wrong or positive or negatively about it. Um, once again, thank you for everybody that's been tuning in. Every, I've been getting a lot of good feedback, positive and negatively, that I, I hope I worked on this episode. And Harris is doing good. This is his third podcast, and he seems like a natural right now. So thank you for joining in. Uh, once again, Harris, I got it right under a half hour. Harris, we did be it. good. Go Giants. Enjoy your first game yeah. back at MetLife since 2019. And I guess beat the Jets, even though it's preseason. Beat the Jets. Well, nothing wrong with being the Jets. Beat the Jets. Uh, but go Giants, and I'll see you next episode. Peace.